Constitution specifies that impeachment lies for treason, bribery, or other high crimes or misdemeanors. Bribery is explicitly noted in the Constitution. And, and, and I got to say, the evidence, not only against Hunter Biden, but the evidence against Joe Biden being complicit and profiting from this corruption is growing and growing and growing. Growing and growing and growing. Like that thing on Fetterman's neck. Well, happy Thursday to you and welcome. Happy to uh, to be here in my seat at flagship station WMAL in Washington, D.C., our nation's capital. We remain at 888-630-9625. Today is uh, Star Wars Day. It's Star Wars Day. You know what Star Wars Day is? I'm not much of a geek. Michael Piercy is a proud geek. He, he loves, uh, and he's uh, very good at it, at all the, uh, these, would you call them geek movies? I don't think uh, Star Wars is a, a geek movie. It's, uh, at this point, a classic and a collection of classics. Why is it Star Wars Day? It's May the 4th. It's May the 4th, you see. Um, May the 4th be with you. That's the, because, you know, it's not too bad. It's kind of fun. It's a little bit of a uh, little bit of humor for us on this uh, day. Better than, <laughs> better than uh, just a few days ago, it was May Day, the International Day of Socialist Revolution, which uh, the Democrat Party celebrates because, you know, as their boy Vladimir Lenin said, uh, the goal of socialism is communism, and uh, the goal of the Democrat Party is socialism. So you do the math. Uh, there it is. Uh, and with that, we're off to the races. We've got, uh, that was uh, Senator Ted Cruz last night on the television talking about the latest Biden family scandal, just the latest. You know, we got the uh, the laptop and the, the Hunter Biden emails and the big guy getting 10% and Tony Bobulinski, uh, who I think the news media hit in the back of the head with a shovel, rolled up in a rug, and left at Fort Marcy Park in uh, Virginia near the CIA. Uh, that's a Vince Foster reference, you know, Hillary Clinton. Remember Hillary Clinton? Whatever happened to her? What a sad, sad story she is. I predicted long before Election Day in 2016 that, uh, she, uh, that she was a tragic story. Then I, I, said, I said I thought that she would lose because she's a tragedy, not a not a comedy, a bit of a drama. Um, okay, an occasional comedy, but really just when throwing ashtrays at her husband's head and bouncing them off of his cranium uh, while the Energizer bunny is running out the back door, scantily clad, but that's another thing. And it's a little bit funny when she wakes up once again face down in a pool of her own dried vomit on the kitchen floor of one of their many mansions, one of their many multi-million dollar mansions. But there is an update on the uh, Biden family scandal. Which one? Which scandal? Well, you're right to ask that question. But now we've got um, uh, Senator Grassley and Congressman Comer demanding uh, documents and uh, now subpoena. There is a subpoena for a document or documents. There is a whistleblower and uh, the FBI. There is an FBI file that uh, they're hiding from the Congress and the public because, sadly and tragically, the FBI has become an engorged appendage on the body politic of the Democrat Party. And the FBI uh, once 
revered institution in the United States of America has been horribly corrupted by the permanent bureaucracy, often known as the deep state. The deep state is back. At the Chris Plant store, we have uh, deep state, Department of Deep State t-shirts and Department of deep, deep State coffee mugs. And they're very tasteful, I must say. They're, they're very nice. They're very good looking. Um, they use the uh, Department of State uh, seal uh, and we just add uh, one word to the to the seal. Very. Uh, you could even have one if you worked at the State Department. The coffee mug could sit on your desk, and most people would ever even knows that it uh, says Department of Deep State on the State Department seal. They're uh, they're fun. I, I like uh, I like those. We also have you know remember normal and mostly peaceful, and of course resist we much because we love the Reverend Al Sharpton. He's my favorite journalist. I think. You know, if I were to give out journalism awards. I think Al Sharpton would be on the shortest of short lists, don't you think? But resist, we much, we must, and we will much about that be committed. I think I would have Tawana Brawley present the award at the, uh, the black tie dinner, not to racialize things, but, uh, but there it is. Yeah, the FBI file links Joe Biden, Joe Biden, not Hunter Biden, but Joe Biden, uh, it all ties together. And the news media has just been burying this for so long, turning a blind eye. To say they've been turning a blind eye to it is generous understatement because they have been running from it and attacking anybody that brings it up. Tony Bobulinski, a CEO of one of the many Biden family corporations. Why does the Biden family have many corporations? Why do they have businesses at, or business in, they don't actually have businesses have you noticed this? Like, what's what's uh, Hunter Biden's business in Ukraine? Well, it's uh, Burisma, Ukrainian oil company, gas company, that uh, was notoriously corrupt even before the, the Bidens got there. And then Joe Biden demanded that uh, the government in Ukraine fire their federal prosecutor. It was like a special counsel who was looking into corruption at Burisma, which was paying millions to the Biden family. And Joe Biden, then vice president, demanded that the Ukrainians fire that prosecutor who was looking into their son's corruption, to their family corruption. And sure enough, the Ukrainian government fired the prosecutor. Uh, and Joe Biden threatened him. He said, you know, the United States was offering them a billion dollars in loan guarantees. And, uh, and he said, well, you're not going to get those loan guarantees from us unless you fire the guy that's investigating my family. And, uh, and the news media said, what? There's nothing to see here. The New York Times was, was fine with that. And they give each other awards. Isn't it amazing? Yes, they do. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a <laughs> got fired. What a drunk, you know, honestly. I, uh, course, he's not a drunk. I think he's uh, sober, isn't he? You know, it's a, you know. I uh, got a trust issue. I'm Irish enough where, uh, you know, I got some issues with that. But there he is, and he's on camera saying it, and the entirety of the news media laughed along with him and shrugged and said, no, that's good that he abuses his power to get the uh, federal prosecutor in Ukraine fired when he's investigating uh, millions of dollars coming to the Biden family, or at least the company that is funneling the millions of dollars to the... And he's got uh, these millions of dollars coming from China. Now, it's uh, there's I've got audio for you on this today. Uh, Hunter Biden doesn't speak the languages uh, uh, in the countries uh, of the countries that are paying him and his family millions of dollars. We now know there are as many as 12 different members of the Biden family that have been raking in cash as part of this ongoing organized crime syndicate 
that is a global, you know, it's it's like, uh, good Lord, uh, honestly, it's like a, a, a James Bond thing, and, and the Biden family is specter. They've got their tentacles everywhere. And uh, now yet another whistleblower. And is it, I have my Washington Post over here. Is it in the paper today? No, it's not. No, it's not. No, but there are more attacks on Clarence Thomas today because the left is still a lynch mob. They just can't give up their old habits. Amazing stuff. But um, Senator Grassley and Congressman Comer, uh, chairman of, uh, well, uh, uh, Comer, uh, chairman, uh, Grassley, not looking into the FBI and the whistleblower, yet another whistleblower. Grassley is an old whistleblower protector. Whistleblowers go to Grassley because he can be trusted. And a whistleblower alleges that the FBI and the Department of Justice have a document, a key document, revealing a criminal scheme involving Joe Biden, all right, and a foreign national. But all of this is fine with CNN and the Washington Post and the New York Times because they're not legitimate news organizations. They're Democrat Party fluffers. And I'd like to apologize to professional fluffers who make their money as fluffers. Grassley and Kramer are now demanding that the FBI uh, hand over the record, alleging the criminal scheme. And why is the FBI not just saying, oh, sure, here it is? Well, because the FBI, you know, too busy raiding uh, the homes of Trump administration officials in the home of the former president of the United States because he had classified documents that they knew all about that he was already in touch with the uh, the archives about. And, hey, Joe Biden's got a uh, pile of classified in his garage and uh, there's some office on Capitol Hill and, and uh, everywhere, classified documents in his pants. Um, honestly, man, oh, man. Remember, like Sandy Burglar. Remember Sandy Burglar of the Clinton administration went to the National Archives and uh, stuffed highly classified, one-of-a-kind documents into his pants and his socks and uh, walked out. And as I, you know, the, the archivist was like, wow, he really does love the archives. As he, <laughs> kind of, uh, as he smuggled them out and then he destroyed them all. And they only had to do with what they knew about Osama bin Laden and al-Qaeda on the lead-up to the attacks of September 11th you know, uh, and these were the last and final documents in the historical record. And Sandy Burglar, national security advisor for Bill Clinton, smuggled them out and destroyed them all. And all of that's fine, right? Isn't that great? It's great to be a Democrat, isn't it? So, uh, so we got that going. And uh, bribery and all kinds of other foreign nationals. But uh, the Washington Post, the New York Times, CNN, they attack anybody that brings it up. Instead of looking into it, what they do is they attack anyone that mentions it. That is a filthy, corrupt operation, I got to tell you. Also, uh, Joe Biden, more Joe Biden. Uh, the Cold War, Joe Biden's Cold War, this is kind of fun. They're now declaring war on air conditioning as uh, summer rolls in. And with all this global warming, they're, hey, the planet's getting too warm to occupy. I think we'll uh, uh, take your air conditioning away. Hey, Grandma, sorry, no more air conditioning for you because Joe Biden. Of course, you know, the, uh, the White House will be kept at a, a cool 48 degrees at all times because otherwise Joe Biden start might start melting. They got to keep him on ice. Turns out he died about four years ago. So the air conditioning regulations keep piling up. And this is, you know, they're going after the gas stoves too. And then they lied about it because they lie about everything. And then the news media helps them. It's amazing. Uh, gas stove. No, uh, no, no more gas stoves because gas stoves, which are the greatest, of course, are killing the planet. We had an example over the winter where a, a woman, somebody's grandmother, 
uh, was the electricity went out for days and days, probably because of climate change or global warming or global cooling or something like that. And, uh, and she didn't have a gas, she didn't have gas stove, she had an electric stove. Those are awful, aren't they? You don't have an, you're a, you're a cooking guy, you have a gas stove, right? And I have a gas stove and I love my gas stove and, and uh, gas the best, of course. And if you're in the dead of winter and your electricity goes out, uh, and uh, you know, it's good to have gas because uh, have two sources of energy, it's, uh, it's good. But now they're, the, the, they're waging war on air conditioning and gas stoves. And then they said, no, we're not doing it with gas stoves. And then they whispered, and the news media laughed, and, and they nudged him, gave him a little elbow, and then they went behind a dumpster and had sex. Uh, you know, the Democrats and the news media. It's, it's like they're on grinder. <laughs> they're, they're on, is that the right one? They're on grinder <laughs> together, and uh, they meet up behind the dumpster. Uh, where where Hunter Biden threw his gun. Well, actually, it was Hunter Biden's brother's widow uh, with whom he was having sex, just keeping it classy, Biden family. And uh, she threw the gun in the dumpster behind their high-end grocery store, as the news media described it. Aren't they amazing? So then they say, hey, what about the banning gas stoves thing? And they said, we're not banning gas stoves. We're just not going to allow any new construction to have gas pipes going to the new construction. So there'll be no gas heat and no gas cooking. And in the wintertime, Grandma will freeze to death. But as their boy Joseph Stalin and the New York Times said, you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet. And, and they're making an omelet here. That's for sure. And it's, no, it's, no, we're not banning gas stoves. We're just not allowing uh, new construction to have gas lines going to them. So no heat, no cooking. Good uh, stuff. So they're, they're phasing them out because they're saving the planet, you know, for the dolphins or something for the polar bears. There are five times as many polar bears today as there were in 1970. Pay no attention. It's kind of like saying, no, we're not banning cars. We're just not going to build roads anymore. So after a while, there will be no roads, but you can keep your car. Great stuff. Again, a new attack by the left on Clarence Thomas because they're racists. An update on the um, transgender manifesto. Our border is about to be overrun by a tsunami of humanity because it's the fundamental transformation of America, you know. And uh, don't worry about um, them learning to speak English. You need to learn to speak Spanish. This is the Democrat, Democrat Party's plan for America. And did you see, I didn't see it at the time. You see the nice lady in Arizona that dressed up like a cat and went to a school board meeting to make fun of the transgender, well, to make a, a point, an honest and true point, about the transgender school board member. And of course, your advanced placement courses in school for black and Latinx student, students only, not that they're racists. We're at 888-630-9625. So say it with me. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Right. And then there is the uh, border and the looming end of Title 42, the impending human tsunami. Uh, cities all over America are overwhelmed with the, the number of illegal aliens because of the millions and millions of illegal aliens in the country because it's the Democrat Party's plan to swamp the United States, overload our health care system, our educational system, the um, immigration system, obviously, and and uh, cities are drowning uh, because of, I, honestly, I think every plane should go to Martha's Vineyard. Remember, that worked pretty well, didn't it? That made him go crazy. Um, let's, go to the, uh, let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to Chris calling from Toledo, Ohio. Christopher, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, you know, this just shows what the worthlessness is in the Republican Party when they do nothing about all this criminal stuff going on with the uh, Biden's. I mean, if this were the Trump family, the heads would be exploding, and it's no different at the border. Why? Why aren't the Republicans at the border with their heads exploding like the Democrat Trump was trying to do good things at the border? The Republican Party is busy on the news outlets, crying about what's going on and hoping it gets them a vote. What? What's the problem? Well, that is uh, not only a good question, it's a question that has been asked for years and years, even decades. And uh, the Republicans, I mean, I, I make mention, of, you know, you're right, the Democrats would have, they'd all be standing out on the steps of the Capitol and uh, the women members would be crying and the news media would be there crying with them and they'd be banging their machete on the podium uh, like Manuel Noriega demanding justice and and they'd be impeaching people and and having show trials and hearings with green the felt Trump, tablecloths. The family would be in prison already. <laughs> uh, uh, honestly, and you know you're absolutely right. The and, and the Republicans have control of the House of Representatives, but they don't you know they don't abuse power the way that the Democrats do. And and there is one really. They should start. <laughs> they should start. I, I agree. They should uh, return fire. They should respond in kind. Uh, and and responding in kind wouldn't be kind, but it would be in kind. Remember when Joe Biden recently said if the Russians use chemical weapons in Ukraine that we'd respond in kind, demonstrating that he does not know what the term in kind means. Um, and, you know, that's another thing that... Uh, you know, but uh, listen, the, the Democrats, the late night TV carries their waters, Saturday Night Live, The View, uh, all the networks, uh, and HBO and Showtime, all propaganda outlets, Comedy Central uh, for the party. But that doesn't mean that they shouldn't be pounding the table and holding rallies. It, it means they should be. The New York Times um, is worried about uh, slavery and bedrooms, bedrooms and slavery. And there might be gypsies in there, and uh, they they want to be the un-American fascist language police, the New York Times. I've got that story for you today. 
nothing uh, could be. This is uh, really uh, kind of classical liberalism here with the, uh, um, the New York Times story, a quiz with the headline, You Can't Say That, with an exclamation mark. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they actually use the word verboten, which I think is appropriate given the way that the Democrat Party has gone. Pretty amazing stuff. All right, let's go, uh, let's go to the telephones, Michael. Uh, we are at 888-630-9625, as is normally the case. Let's, uh, let's go to Marcus, calling from Arizona. Marcus of Queensbury, you're on the Chris Plant Show. <laughs> Good morning, sir. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Welcome, welcome. Um, I wanted to tell you I really enjoy listening to your uh, radio show, and I've really enjoyed the Biden Chronicles. But the reason for my call, I was watching Newsmax this morning, uh-huh. and on the bottom scrolling ticker, I saw that uh, you're getting your own show hosted by yours truly. My my own show hosted by me. It's true on uh, on the uh, Great Newsmax channel. Uh, which is growing uh, while Fox News is just just uh, dying of autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, I'm calling to congratulate you. It's well-deserved, and I bet your best girl is very proud of you. She is. It gets me out of the house for uh, uh, several more hours a day. <laughs> and uh, no, she is. It's, <laughs> it's, it's great news. It's, uh, it is uh, wonderful news. I've been... Uh, down at the Newsmax studios in Washington uh, for the last several days. And um, the show begins on Monday on Newsmax. Um, and I'm looking very much forward to it. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be great. It's already great. And we've uh, barely even, barely even started. It's i uh, I'm very happy about it. And I'm, I'm glad you called in with the news because it is, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, very happy radio and television, television and radio. Congratulations, sir. It's well-deserved. And you know what they say? What do they say? Is, is a brain, is a broke. It, it's a no good. <laughs> his brain of his. That brain of his. She's a no good. She's a broke. That the brain. She's a no good. Hey, Marcus, uh, thank you very much. Have a, uh, have a great and wonderful Arizona day. Uh, I'm sure it's uh, beautiful. How's the global warming going in Arizona? Are you terrified? Uh, I am absolutely terrified. Um, you know, uh, they say if you don't like the weather in Arizona, just wait 15 minutes. So we are just we're just inundated with uh, climate change. Yeah, it's in the yesterday at least it was in the 20 degree range in uh, many parts of Michigan yesterday. They're looking forward to a little global warming. They'd like a little more Arizona in, in Michigan, especially Upper Michigan. That's we're in central Arizona, or actually northern Arizona. It's a beautiful spring day, and the garden's doing well. Very nice. Very, very good. Marcus, thank you. Thank you for the call. It's uh, true on Newsmax beginning uh, Monday, May 8th. Uh, today is Thursday. That's this coming Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. You can adjust your clocks accordingly across this great land of ours. Uh, Chris Plant, The Right Squad. It's That's the name of the television show, Chris Plant and The Right Squad. And it is a panel discussion show uh, led by me. I'm, uh, I'm actually looking at the Newsmax statement, the release that was put out today. And uh, there it is. So uh, now I can tell you what it is. And at the table will be Jen Pellegrino, the uh, veteran Newsmax anchor. And uh, she's wonderful. We've been, we've been uh, working and playing together for, for a while now at, uh, at Newsmax. It's all been on the, on the QT. It's been hush-hush. 
um, and three other regular panelists. Um, I know Mercedes Schlapp will be a, uh, a regular, and she's uh, brilliant and wonderful and fun and pleasant, and, and uh, she's going to be great. And uh, so the, we will, and then there will be a, a rotating cast, a revolving cast from that point on. But it's Chris Plant, the right squad, the right squad, kind of like the mod squad, like the mod squad, Pete Link and Julie. It's a little, it's in a slightly updated uh, version of that. And, um, and it's, uh, you know, we're not anti-American like at MSNBC, for example, we're on our side and and it should be fun. It should be because we've got the news, the crazy news of the day. And what's not funny about all the news that we have every day? Am I right? Come on. It's nothing but hilarity going on out there. Now, with that, we do have the Biden family corruption. I want to share that with you. And I, right now, I want to get to a, a story that that uh, we grabbed. We grabbed yesterday afternoon from the New York Times. Perhaps you've heard of it. Um, and the the headline the headline is quiz colon. That seems inappropriate somehow, doesn't it? They love their colons. You can't say that, exclamation mark. And then in parentheses, or can you? That's their, that's their headline. And uh, it's, it's almost funny, but they've got how many reporters? Four fake reporters, leftists all at the New York Times, typing up the story, including Kwok Trung Bui. Kwok Trung Bui is the lead reporter on this. Sarah Chodosh is number two, then Jessica Bennett and John McWhorter. John McWhorter. Uh, and uh, they've got uh, four of them because you can't just have one reporter on any story anymore. you got to have, it's uh, like uh, Bolshevism in journalism. you got to have a whole, t- it's a team effort. It's, uh, it's like that. And they, they say that they surveyed 4,423 Americans. Were they really Americans? Honestly. Where most Americans uh, uh, actually agree with the, quote, language police. So here's their goal is to uh, convey, to communicate where people agree with the word Nazis. They should really be called word Nazis. And, and uh, the language police, which is what the fascists do, you know, uh, Hitler and his Socialist Workers Party and uh, Joseph Stalin and his Union of Soviet Socialist Republics and Bernie Sanders and his Socialist Party in the United States of America and, of course, AOC, really the whole Democrat Party and then the educational system. But how 4,423 Americans responded, and they asked them, can you use this word or should you not use this word? Well, what words were they talking about? Well, for example, gypsy, which is, you know, an ethnic group in Europe and they steal a lot of stuff from people, and they have for centuries, and everybody knows it. I, I've told the stories before about being in uh, Westminster, Westminster Cathedral in London, England, and uh, suddenly, oh, the whistles are blowing, and the bobbies are running around with their tall hats and their nightsticks, tapping them on the on the stone floors, and uh, blowing whistles. And they shut down, they lock down all of Westminster Cathedral. And they uh, they locked all the doors and locked everybody in because a swarm of gypsies in an organized crime effort ripped through the place, looting it like Democrats in Walgreens or a CVS uh, or pretty much any place in the United States. And uh, we, maybe the Democrats should be <laughs> called gypsies. but uh, And, and the police, and we're standing there, we speak the language there, so we asked uh, the police, hey, what's up? And uh, sure enough, gypsies. Gypsies are all over the place ripping people off. And they're famous for, and then they got that werewolf thing too. Remember uh, Maria Ospenskaya, 
uh, you know, in the Wolfman, and uh, the uh, the mark of the beast and the the pentagram. They uh, uh, gypsy. Should you use the word gypsy or not? Forty-four percent say yes, and fifty-six percent say you shouldn't use the word gypsy. All right. How about rapscallion? And and then I, I, we, my best girl. And it sounds like I'm you know uh, name dropping travel or something. We were in Paris, France. Perhaps you've heard of it. And we were actually by the Arc de Surrender. The Arc de Surrender. It's a big arch. And uh, we were there, and a, a gypsy woman, a young woman, uh, came running up to me with a brass plumbing fitting that's shaped just like a wedding ring. It's shaped just like a wedding ring. And she's in a broken, whatever, Romanian or something, is trying to tell me that she found my wedding ring. Now, I'm there with my best girl. We were not married at the time. Now we are. And she's trying to, it's a scam, of course. It's like, I'm going to accept that this is gold, and then I'm going to give her money for her generosity for giving, my, giving me my gold wedding ring back. And she knows that I know but uh, that, that it's not my wedding ring. But um, but I'm supposed to be greedy enough where I'm going to pretend that it's my golden wedding band and I'll give her money for it, right? And, of course, I, I'm not an idiot, so I immediately recognize it's a complete scam. And, uh, and I said, oh, thank you for my wedding ring. And I immediately slipped it on my finger and I waved goodbye as we were walking away, smiling cheerfully. And she's running after tugging on my shirt and, you know, grab, trying to grab my wallet out of my pocket and stuff. And uh, so, you know, so I killed her. Right, I didn't kill her. I didn't. Uh, but we. She followed us for more than a block. As I'm. No, no, go away. Thank you, thank you. Uh, you know, Maria Ospanskaya, and uh, and and finally, I think I gave her like uh, some kind of a half euro or something. It's European money. It's not really worth anything. So I gave her a little something. But I do. And then we got a picture. And there's a picture of me standing in front of the Arc de Triomphe with this wedding, you know, this uh, wedding ring on my finger. That's really a a plumbing, a brass plumbing fitting, and. Uh, I have the picture at home uh, in a frame, and I have the I still have the wedding ring too in my box of stuff. Still have the wedding ring in my box of stuff. So gypsy, how about powwow? Can you use the word powwow? Uh, Sixty. Let, uh, let's see. Sixty-six percent say no. You can't use the word powwow. Is that because of Elizabeth Warren? Can you say papaw? Can you say my papaw has high cheekbones? Because I, I like to say that a lot <laughs> to mimic uh, Elizabeth Warren. So uh, powwow, you can't say like, uh, you know, Michael uh, Piercy and I are going to have a powwow after the show. You can't say that. That's, that's what the New York Times says. 66% say no. 34% say yes. I say yes. All right. Spaz. Can you say the word spaz? 28% say yes. 72% say no, you can't have a spaz. I think you should only use that term when you're talking about somebody who's a real spaz. When uh, it's a spaz. Uh, how, but then it gets better. Can you use the term pregnant women? Pregnant women. Why would you not be able to use the term pregnant women? Well, because they believe that men get pregnant too. This is how mental they've gotten. Can and you provide a definition for the word woman? Huh? Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. Pre- no, no, she can't. She's not a biologist. Now she's on the Supreme Court of the United States of America. She should be impeached just for that alone. Forget uh, Clarence Thomas having a friend. Uh, she should be impeached for, um, you know, not being able to answer that question because she's clearly a spaz, might be a gypsy. Pregnant women, 14% say, no, you can't use the term uh, because it's uh, prejudicial against men 
who get pregnant, and that's actually the reason. That's actually the explanation, because the Democrat Party is mental. Can you say mental? Is that in here? Breastfeeding. Can you use the term breastfeeding? It, only 85% say yes, 15% say no, right? Then they ask chest feeding. Can you use chest feeding? 10% say yes, 90% say no, you shouldn't use chest feeding. I, you know, I was uh, I was chest feeding for a while. And the chafing and uh, really at uh, my, my nipples, can you say nipples on the radio? Chest feeding. Can you say chest feeding? 10% say yes, you should use chest feeding. 90% say no, you shouldn't use chest feeding. Uh, birthing parent. Birthing parent. Should you use the term birthing parent? You got pregnant women. 14% say no, you can't say pregnant women. Birthing parent. 34% say yes, you should use the term birthing parent. And 66% say no. Birthing parent. That, again, is because Democrats believe men can get pregnant and give birth to babies because they're mental. And I, I shared with you the story the other day, uh, the college that is putting what I will call feminine hygiene products in the men's rooms because they say, and they literally, the woman in charge of this, said um, that some men menstruate because... They're mental. They shouldn't be allowed to have driver's licenses. They shouldn't. They certainly shouldn't be allowed to buy firearms. Let's be. Let's be honest about that. The term "master bedroom." Master bedroom. Eighty-four percent say yes. You should be allowed to use the term "master bedroom" uh, in, in the house. That's the big nice one in the house. And sixteen percent say no. Sixteen percent say no. Maybe you should use primary bedroom instead. Forty-nine percent say you should use primary bedroom, and fifty-one percent say no. Master bedroom, they explained, became verboten. Verboten. Yeah, yeah, it is verboten. They, uh, because really their inner Nazi is coming up and they're using verboten. Master bedroom became verboten among many real estate professionals in the summer of 2020. See, they're burning words. They're word burners. In the wake of George Floyd's death, because he didn't have a big bedroom? <laughs> Many were concerned. Mental people were concerned. It could be perceived as racist, as in slave master or sexist. What does that have to do with George Floyd? Was he mean to girls? Master of the house was often considered a man. It would be the mistress of the house if it's a woman. See, these are terms that are in common usage in the English-speaking world. So they offered primary bedroom instead. But what's interesting here, there's something interesting here. Is it your mental illness? After two years, over 80% of Americans still use the term. Still use the term. And that usage is consistent across demographics. It's a master bedroom. Get over yourselves, honestly. I think Cher is going to have to kill that song, Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, isn't she? We're going to have to ban that. We're going to have to ban that song. How about a master lock? Are we going to have to boycott master lock? Master key, can you go ahead? Instead of a master key, we'll have to call it a key key because it's the key key that opens all the the locks. What about lock? We shouldn't use locks because slaves sometimes were locked in places and with things, you know, like prisoners. Cher is going to have to go. But then the New York Times explains, you know, in case you're looking for relief here, the term seems to date back only to the early 20th century, 
and it's real estate lingo lingo for the room that uh, slept in by the master of the house. Oh no, I'm I'm terrified again by history. It uh, did not originate as a term for where slave masters slept. Uh, you people are really this dumb, aren't you? These uh, there's a lot of mental going on out there. This is it, master bedroom. How about third world? Can you use the term third world? 73% say yes, 27% say no. How about developing, as in developing nation? How about like a child? Oh, oh, I've run out the clock again, haven't I? Yes, I have. Low income, can you use the term low income? No, you shouldn't use the term low income. Only 33% say yes, 67% say no. I think there's a lot of the people who say that you can't use uh, pregnant women or breastfeeding or master bedroom and uh, gypsy. This is this is today's Democrat Party, represented here by the New York Times. They're mental, they're spazzes, and they steal a lot of stuff. And you guys, uh, Democrats, please stop shooting everybody. Can you just stop shooting everyone, please? Now, Jane, who is answering phones for us today, lives in Washington, D.C., and uh, told us stories about the the gypsies in Washington, D.C., near DuPont Circle, threatened to break her neck. In Adams Morgan, threatened to rough her up, uh, ended up having to take refuge at Million Al's Pizza Place and call the cops. We're getting texts from, uh, uh, or uh, tweets from uh, Fredneck, who's telling us in Frederick County, Maryland, there are gypsies that uh, steal livestock. And uh, Michael Piercy went to Europe, it was in high school, and was instructed that uh, if any of the gypsies try to throw a baby at you, <laughs> they're really just distracting you so they can steal stuff out of your pockets and it's probably not their baby. Uh, and the instructions were, don't catch it. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. You know, and uh, you know, it's, they're known also as the Romani, the Romani. Uh, an ethnic uh, group, right, uh, m- uh, primarily Eastern Europe. And uh, here's the thing. You know, if your people steal stuff from people for five or 600 years, you might get a reputation. That's how that works. It's like Democrats in the United States with the looting and the arson and the rioting and the violence against police and the suicide attacks. One of these days, even in the newspapers, the Democrats might begin to, you know, have a reputation, an unflattering reputation. But right now, with information dominance, they, they can loot you and it's your fault. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.